Concepts from living can change your life today. God's got a word in this house. I come to set somebody free today. I come to cause a new dimension to be realized in your life, in our lives. And so let's open our Bibles together this morning to Romans chapter 8. And I'll begin reading at verse 18, but I would like for you to join me for a couplet text, which would be 2 Chronicles chapter 24, verses 1 to 4. We'll, we'll read Romans 8 first. If you're ready for God to do something special in your life today, I said, if you are ready to have God to do something special in your life today, then I'm going to ask you to just say, speak to me, Lord. And I really mean that. Speak to me. I want you to bless everybody in here, but I want you to speak to me, Lord. And so let's begin reading uh, from verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity not willing, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto the glorious liberty of the children of God. And now, let's read from Chronicles, chapter 24. I'm using my old Bible because when God took me back for this word, he took me back to my old Bible. Are you ready? Verse 1. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Zebiah of Bathsheba, and Josh and Joash. 
did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and all the days of Jehoiada, the priest. And Jehoiada took for him two wives and, began, and, and begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. Speak, Lord, for thy servants hear it. Speak, Lord, for thy servants hear it. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Look at someone and shout it out. Let them hear you loud and clear. I'm waiting for the manifestation. Waiting for the manifestation. Lord, help us today. Take your seats, please. Now you'll notice I've been led to have a couplet text today because I'm going to, by God's grace, link together the Old Testament and the New in this message. This message is basically presenting to us the opportunity to get free. It's presenting to us a kind of mobilizing inspiration. Something that's going to cause you and I to move into that for which God has ordained us. And so you'll notice that from the passage in Romans, you'll find these words, expectation, manifestation, and liberation. Say that with me, expectation, manifestation, and liberation. Expectation, that which is anticipated to occur. Manifestation, that which reveals or comes to pass. Liberation, to be set free, to fulfill purpose and destiny. The fact is that many today live bound, restricted, held back from what God would desire to manifest in, through, and by their lives. Now, 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 when I read this passage in Paul's epistle to the Romans, this eighth chapter, what, 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 what I have discovered is that this particular portion of his epistle has been uh, interpreted or delineated variously. Different ways people have used this passage 
to say different things. Uh, but, but, but for me, when I look at this passage, which is clearly, for some at least, referring to Adam and his fall, going back to the Garden of Eden, going back to the beginning when man plunged into the life of sinfulness. Adam's sin caused God to curse not only him, but to curse the ground. Genesis 3, verse 17. Not only the creature, but also the creation was cursed. Cursed be the ground. Hmm. Cursed is the ground because of you, and in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all thy days. And from that mankind has been groaning, pain, anguish. This was not the will of God for man. Sickness and sorrow, pain and misery was not God's plan. It's the result of punishment for disobedience. And not only is the creature cursed, but also the earth is cursed, or the ground, both groan. Scripture says, and the earth also groaneth. The earth groans with decay and corruption, even eruption. Ecological chaos. This was not the world that God wanted for us. This is the world that we are living with today because of sin. Yes, the world was beautiful, but her beauty fades. She was lovely, but her loveliness is now described as decay. But there is a glorious hope. And the glorious hope is found in Isaiah's prophecy, chapter 65, verse 17, when he says there, listen, <laughs> that one day, one day, there will be new heavens and a new earth. That's our expectation. That's what we've been looking for. That's what we want. That's what we desire. That's what we need. And the creature shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Watch this now, into the glorious liberty of the ch children or sons of God. In other words, we're coming back to what God originally designed us to be. Paul, 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 Paul was trying to get us to understand that we are in the situation where we are because of our own doings. 
In fact, our own wrongdoings. But aren't you glad that one day there's going to be liberation? Some of us expecting it. Other of us are celebrating it right now because I'm not what I used to be. If you can just get a little history change. History says that, but this is not what I am today. I have been made new. I have been liberated. I have been set free. I have, I have been changed. I have, I have been made anew because of the love of God and because of the work of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hmm. Oh, that's good. And we can stay there with that. I mean, we could go, we, we, we ought to shout right now just because of that. Don't make me reiterate. I said, we, she, we, you know, when we know the mess we were in and see the grace that's on us now. And it's not even the real thing yet. It's not the full thing yet. For we wait with expectation for the manifestation of the sons of God when nothing but beauty, nothing but glory, nothing but freedom. But as I look at the passage, that's someone's delineation of those verses. But what this week has, has, has done for me is to provide me the opportunity to hear the voice of the Spirit saying some things in connection from this about that. In other words, the Old Testament gave us an example. The New Testament gave us the experience. And so right now, you and I are blessed to be where we are. Have ears to hear. Let a spirit of expectation fill your heart. Because if you, if you really can celebrate expectation, experience your expectation, then guess what? There's going to be some manifestations. And if there will be manifestations, then you and I will only be able to do it because of the liberation. Because we've been set free. I said, because we've been set free. Don't you remember how bound you used to be? Don't you remember? But all the while, when we were living devilish and hellish, when we were living in our sinfulness, did you know that God had expectation for us? Did you ever think of what God desired to manifest through us? And then for us to truly personally know what it means to celebrate being liberated. Oh yeah. Oh, habits gone. Lifestyles that were not God glorifying, gone. It means something to be saved. It means something to be made righteous. And in order to appreciate all of this, you and I 
have to be, be willing to know that what God has had for us has been waiting for us. Your donkey has been tied. Your transportation to get you where God wanted you to be has been tied. It's been waiting for you to show up. That's why when Jesus showed up on the scene, he sent them, go get my donkey. And if anybody asks you why are you untying him, just to tell them, the master, the Lord, had need of it. I want somebody to go get their donkey today. I want somebody to realize that what God has had tied, waiting for you, is that glorious expectation. So the donkey was waiting for Jesus. And then Moses, who was ordained to be, born to be, when they hid him and put him in Pharaoh's house, he was designed then to be the emancipator of God's people. Hmm? When they tried to make him Egyptian, he was the emancipation, Peter, for God's people. But he just did not embrace it, understand it, and manifest it. And you and I like that. Right now, I don't know whether you've given any thought, but you haven't seen the full manifestation out of my life. There's another dimension. There's another level. There's a higher calling. And it's about ready to be released. Because this is our expectation. And where you will find that Moses eventually was found where? The backside of the desert. Come! I... I'm going to use you to deliver my people. God knows how to find you. He knows where you are located. The other Egyptians that he ran from may not have known where he was. But God knew, knew where he was. So he found them working for Jethro on the backside of the desert. God doesn't want you on the backside of anything. God wants you to be on the front side. God, oh, Jesus, help me to get this out right. Uh, uh, you have to understand what God is trying to do is to get us to realize what our potential is and what we were designed for. A lot of what we're in is not what we were designed for. It's not the will of God concerning us. I'm going somewhere. Hmm? Jephthah kicked out of town, ending up in tube. But God said he would be a leader for his glory. We got a choice today. 
Either we can continue to hide in turb, or we can come out and accept what God has already ordained for our lives. Some of us, we just, we, we, we've reached a place of lethargy where we just don't, we don't have no drive. We don't have no push. We don't have no desire. We don't have no passion for But what God has for you is for you. And I don't care what kind of hell the devil has put you through. Please remember, God has something better in store for you. I don't care what you look like. You've been through so much, you got scars and bruises and marks on you to indicate what you've come through. But somebody's gonna get out this morning. Somebody's gonna be liberated today. And we're gonna see the expectation of the manifestation. So then, Old Testament. Because the story of Joash, the child king, is our story. Open your Bibles to Chronicles. For in the second portion of the Chronicle, the Royal Gazette of the Bible. Because we have, that's why some newspapers are referred to as the Chronicle. This is God's Chronicle. It's his, it's his newscast about you. Even if you're married this morning, it's gonna be a separation. Because it's not about your wife, it's not about your husband. It's about what God is saying I have for you. Now there are some things that God wants to achieve in the lives of a couple of people. Marriage means something. God uses marriages to bring him glory. Somebody gonna say something after a while. And, and I'm trying to tell you, but there comes a time when I can't wait on my wife. I, I can't wait on my husband. I got to know what God has for me. Because what God has for me is for me. Love each other, honor each other, but realize that God has something of an expectation that he has for your life. And if we, each of us will fulfill it, it's gonna bring God the greater glory. Like this child, Joash, he was a child king. Mm. And before he reached the throne, obviously, he was the king apparent. But out of place. This young anointed king <laughs> happens to be the one 
listen to me now, whose grandmother Atelia, she wanted the throne after her son who was king died. His name was Azariah. And when Azariah died, grandma said, I'm going to be king. When rightfully, it was to be Joash. Watch families. Some of your greatest hurts, worst attacks, can come from family. Preach, Holy Ghost. More mess, junk, and destruction occurs not so much in the community as much as in the house. Atelia was bound by a passion to be king when she was not supposed to be king. When she could have been the best Mother of the king. Are you staying with me? Stay with me now. You got to stay with me. She could have been the best grandma. But no, she was willing to kill. And if you read there in Chronicles, what you will see is that she killed all read, read, read chapter 22, read chapter 23, and read chapter 24, and you're going to see all that I'm going to be saying. I don't want to take the time to read all of that, but what I'm trying to tell you, take my word for it. I've been in it, and I know what it says, and I'm trying to tell you that, that, that she set herself to kill all of the children, all of the sons. All of the sons. <laughs> Even if you've got to get a son to kill a son, all of the sons. And what a lot of people don't understand in this very age, what's going on. The trick of the enemy is to get rid of the sons. Even if he's got to get a son. But grandma. Grandma wants to kill all of them. But you will discover that when she would have killed all of them, God had somebody. I said, God had somebody. And that somebody was a part of the family. And that person took him. 
when all of the others were dead laying there. Read it, it's all there. When all the other sons were dead, she went and she found him, Joash, and she took him and she hid him in the house of God for six years. You want to know what the best way to preserve your children will be? Hide them in the house of God. I don't care what you do to get them into college and to grad school and all the other stuff. You better have hid them in God's house. There was a time when you didn't tell whether or not you feel like going to church today or feel like going to Sunday school today or feel like you felt something. You felt, you, you, I mean, you're about to feel something that you wasn't feeling before. It's a different feeling and you know what I'm trying to say. What are you doing with your children? The enemy wants to destroy your children. She wanted to kill all of the royal seed. Grandma wants your place. But Jehoiaphat decided my brother who was king is dead but I'm not going to let grandma destroy this whole family. So she took him and hid him. There are people who don't know that God has great expectations for you. But he can't get it until the time is right. She hid him for six years. And grandma thought he was dead. (laughs) I want you to celebrate with me they thought you were dead. So she went on, she got on the throne, and you'll discover that she actually became king. Be careful what you do to get what you want. She's on the throne, and as she's on the throne, 
She's unaware that God who hasn't changed his will, hasn't changed his purpose, hasn't changed the golden objectives that he has for that boy's life. But mama thinks he's cool because she's on the throne. It's possible to be on the throne in another place. I'm so grateful that when I read that scripture, it makes me want to celebrate that I was hidden. I I mean that I didn't get what I thought I would have gotten because I'm hidden. I'm going to talk to some people right now. You don't know it, but God has you in hiding. God, 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 God wants to preserve you because your day is coming. God wants to preserve you because your time is at hand. And he wants you to be just where he needs you to be. And so I want you to stop complaining about where God has you and start celebrating where God has you. You're not on the choir. You're not on the usher board. You're not on the instruments. You're not on this. You're not. But thank God you can celebrate for right where you are right now. Because wherever you are right now, God's hiding you. God's preserving you. God's preserving you. Preach, Holy Ghost. That's why I'm so grateful that God still has expectations. Hmm? Jehoshaphat was used by God to hide Joash. Thank God for somebody who came into your life well, you could have gone crazy. But they were used of God to hide you. Yes. Celebrate. Hiding. Yes. You're not up front. Nobody sees you. Nobody, nobody's heard you. You haven't heard me sing. I got a voice. Oh, Celebrate where you are right now. Listen to me. Celebrate where you are right now. I'm not where I believe God wants me to be. I'm not where they told me I would be. God said this and God said the other. I'm not there. Well, thank you, Jesus. I may not be where I'm going to be, but I'm thanking God for where I am in Him. And God still has expectation for you. Tell somebody, turn to that person and say to them, God still has great expectation for you. Don't judge me by where I am. Because you don't know where I'm going. And you ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to become manifestation.
Jehoshaphat. She happened to be the wife of a priest, Jehoiada. And Jehoiada, the priest, knew where Joash was. Never said anything. We are too quick to make ourselves sound important by telling a secret. Nobody else knows but me. I've got it. I know what's happening. I know just where he's at. I could tell you. I could tell you right now. No, no, no. Everybody. And don't you know that Jehida, what he did, he actually set up protection for Joash and for the house of God. He's the priest. So in the priesthood, there was the wisdom to set up some protection because the devil does not respect the place of God. He will do some of his worst work in the place of God. So he set up like protection. Those who would serve to keep their eyes out to make sure that the enemy does not invade. In the church, in your family, you need somebody who's going to be there to protect and to preserve. Because what's in there is so valuable, Wendell, that we cannot afford to lose it. So we've got to protect. Instead of protecting, what we do is set our own little fires to burn up somebody else because we want the place that they have. She's on the throne and she is still reigning. She's in place, but it's not her place. Six years. Grandma is out of place. You have to understand and appreciate the fact that this becomes, uh, you know, illustrative of what you and I go through. Somebody is always trying to be where you are, what you are. We are not called to compete with each other. We are not even called, what's this now, like to circumvent each other. Because what God? You and I have to understand where we are right now. We are about to step off into that dimension where we have never, ever been before. And 
everything that you've gone through over these many years and months and weeks and days, all that you've gone through is only to bring you to your expectation so that you'll give a manifestation and you will do it with liberation. The expectation. No, no, no. Say expectation. Come on, let's talk. You may not believe, but you are not looking at all that I will manifest. I don't care what I come through. I don't care what I look like. All I know is that I am positioned to bring about a manifestation like you have never seen before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I said, oh yeah, can you hear me in my study? Just me and the Holy Ghost? Can you hear us? As he tells me, you ain't seen nothing yet, boy. I still have great expectation for you. And one day, the scoffers and the skeptics will have to admit, I never thought I'd see anything like that. That's why you ought to celebrate what's about to happen in, through, and by you. Say manifestation. Say manifestation. I want to encourage somebody to know that what you've gone through has only been a hiding place. It has been a journeying place. And you are not dead. You are not given up on by God. No, you are still with God's divine expectation for your life. But it's been six years I ain't done nothing. Right. Thank God, you're missing something. But had I not intervened, you wouldn't have had six years. So somebody ought to just celebrate the fact that you are still here. You may not want me, but I'm still here. You may not have thought that I'd be here, but I am still here. I've been to hell and back, but I'm still here. I've gone through all, but I'm still here. I'm hurting, but I'm still here. I'm crying, but I'm still here. Hallelujah. Because I'm hid in the house of God. And he's going to preserve me until the time is right. So Jehoiada, 
comes to protect us. God will deliver you from the offender by giving you a protector. I got somebody that's looking out for me. I have somebody who is protecting me. Oh, yeah. The anointing will never be wasted. He was an anointed king, but not on the throne. But when God gets ready to give manifestation, watch what's going to happen. Watch what's going to happen. Because the priest said to the people, I know she's on the throne. It's not her place. But we're not going to fight her. We're going to praise her out of there. Read the scriptures and, and, and protect in, verse, in chapter 23. And you're going to see that what Jehoiada did when he pulled the Levites together and everybody, he said, this is what we're going to do. What I want you to do is not so much to pick up your weapons. I want you to pick up your praise. So, listen to what it says. Look at verse 13. Are you with me? Let's go to chapter 23, verse 13. I'm going to read one, at least one of them. Say, and, he, and she looked, and behold, the king stood at his pillar at the entering in, and the princes, you see it? And the trumpets by the king. Now, watch this now. All the people of the land rejoicing and sounded, what? The trumpet. And also the singers. And also the singers. the singers with the instruments. And such as taught to sing praise. Ooh. Now comes the one who hid him. She rent her clothes. She was so excited. She was so blessed that she got, she got all excited. She ran her clothes and began to give God praise. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. In the midst of all of that praising, yes, when you are in your worst place, look like the devil's winning. Can't seem to turn things around. Just start praising. Oh God, oh God, oh God, just start praising. And they started praising and praising and praising and singing praises. Then what's that I'm hearing? Jehoiada said, saints, this is what I want you to say. It's all in there. Saints, I want you to 
saying, I know you want to greet each other and all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. I want, when you go into the sanctuary, I want you to say, not only praise and sing, but say, praise, sing, say. I want you to say, blessed be the king that sits upon the throne. For the king has come to his throne. Now imagine the one on the throne that shouldn't be on the throne hearing somebody else is on the So she gets upset because, and she calls it treason. And she's all upset because now she's hearing somebody. She's not getting the praise. She's not getting the homage. She's not getting the honor. But somebody else, who is this that they praise it? And she sees him just standing. And that upsets her. Why? Because as far as she was concerned, he is supposed to be dead. Now, six years later, and she served, watch this now, for seven years. She served as king for seven years. Now, watch this now. And now on this, now watch this now. So, so all of a sudden, he has been in hiding for six years. He comes out at the right time. Because six in biblical numerology is the number of man. And what God is saying is, man, this is your time. Yes. So he brings him forth. Yes. Even though she's still on the throne. Don't be upset by what you see. Change things by what you say. That's all they kept saying. The king is on the throne. Blessed be the king. God bless the king. God bless the king. God bless the king. Doesn't say queen. God bless the king. The male. The man. God will not let anyone assume your position to take it from you. But he will move them when he wants to move you. Now, there's going to be a switch because all the shouting and the praising, and I don't know what is wrong with us, that it's the hardest thing in the world to get us to praise. I don't, I don't like it. There's too much clapping stuff, too much, too much noise. When you start to praise, the enemy has to back up. The enemy has to realize I don't have no money in my pocket. I don't have a whole lot of stuff. But if I got to praise, I got to praise, I got to praise, I got to praise. So right now, I'm on somebody's set up a praise so the devil will know in all he has done that the devil will understand that regardless of where he thinks he is, I can move him. I can move him. I can move him by my praise. Set up a praise. 
amor Come on, I don't hear you, I don't hear you, I don't hear you, I don't hear you. Manifest your praise. She heard the people praising and running and singing. You got to make your own kind of music sometimes. I know I'm not on the choir. But sometimes you got to make your own kind of music. You know that? Mm, sometimes, sometimes you can't even get the lyrics out. But you got a song in your heart. And that song that's in your spirit becomes that which comes out of your mouth until the devil has to back up. Let's make him back up this morning. Back up over everything that he has done against you. Back up because he's trying to hinder you. She cried, treason, treason. It's in verse 13, not a part. <laughs> uh, you don't have to lose your place in God to get back at somebody who did you wrong. I know it looked like they, they took advantage of you. And you so what, I can't do nothing to defend myself? No. You don't do it. God will do it. Well, what do you want me to do then? Do good to them that hate you. Speak all manner of evil against you. For great is your reward. Don't waste your time trying to chop somebody else off at the knees. Huh? Nowhere do you hear Joash say, I want my throne. I, the throne is supposed to be mine. That's what I want. I want my throne. No. Somebody else was saying that for him. Why don't you praise God that somebody else will be used by God to advocate you? You don't have to do it yourself. Somebody else going to step up. Somebody else going to speak up for you. So that there will be a manifestation that God is still with you. Because sometimes that's all we need to know is that he's still with us. Things haven't changed. Circumstances have not been altered. But yet, somehow, some. But if I could just know He's with me. Now, now I was, I was in a certain place just the other day, just me, and it's, it's one of the places where only one of you go at one time. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I was in there by myself. I thought until the Holy Spirit came in and started ministering to me. Before I knew it, I was praising Him in there. Praise him in there. Praise him in there. And he said, uh, uh, turn to the book of Isaiah. So I turned to the book of Isaiah, chapter 1. 
I read chapter 3 all the way down, 1 to 3. Then I went from 3 to 20. Then I went from 20 to 30. Then I went from 30 to 40. And then I went from 40 to 50. Then I went over into 60s. And I read 66 chapters of Isaiah. One person in a little bathroom going off. Wow. 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 And that same anointing that I felt come in that room is what I'm feeling right now. It was like fire. Don't compromise what God's trying to do with you for your old friendships. Where my buddies at? Where my posse? Where my pals? Where my, where's my booze? I want somebody to grab this thing and pull it down to you this morning. That if nobody else shows up to check you out, you just begin to worship and praise where you are right now by yourself. You got to. You have to manifest it. It's one thing to talk about. It's another thing to read about it. But you're going to have to manifest it. So he manifested. But while you're doing that, God has got a mob gathered. And the mob will take care of your business. The mob gathered, and they are now coming to dethrone her. And the mob did dethrone her and killed her. But what blesses me is that the praise caused them to, what's this now, have a coronation of Joash before he sat on the throne. There's some things that God is trying to do for you before you come into your great expectation. God, there are some things God wants to do with you right now, right where you are. That's why you're there. And it looks like he kicked out all the props from under you. And you're hanging in space now. But God is only positioning you for where he wants to put you. So if nothing else, thank God that somebody at least was on the throne to keep it so that when I come, I will get But you don't have to fight for your throne. You don't have to fight for your position. Because what God is bringing out of you is something that he put in you even before you came to the world. Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were in the womb, I ordained you. Before you came out, I sanctified you to be a prophet. So right now, in this very moment, I want you to thank God for everything you have come through. The good, 
the bad, and the ugly. like God causing you to rejoice in the midst of your pain ain't nothing like God giving you liberation in the midst of what may appear confinement God causing his people to rejoice now it's not a question but the throne is empty and he now mounts the throne he is liberated And when he gets on the throne, the first thing he does is to say, now what can I do for the house of God? Read it. Read, read, read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. And, and, uh, okay, let's go on down. Let's, let's read verse 4 of chapter 24. And it came to pass after this that Joash, what? Was minded to repair what? The house of the Lord. Hmm? When God gets you into your place and you start riding your donkey into the place that God ordained for you, then you look back and you see all that the devil tried to do to prevent it, but he couldn't stop it. That's why I'm saying somebody ought to glorify God that the devil didn't stop it all of his plots and his plans and his strategies didn't stop it. All that it looked so much like God was against me, he did not, could not stop it. I'm telling somebody right now, God poured something in you to be made manifest. It's his expectation. It's your expectation. But you're not going to see it until you begin to celebrate your liberation. I'm free. Oh, I don't have this and that. No, 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 but I'm free. I'm free. I want you to dump some stuff right now. I want stuff that's been in you for years. Start dumping this morning because where you're going, you can't carry that. Where God's getting ready to take this ministry, you cannot go with me into that realm with dragging all kinds of... You got to be free. 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 And by the way, what God has for you to do, I can do. Where God wants to take you, I cannot necessarily take you there. God has to do the work. God knows where he wants you to be. He knows what he's poured into you. He knows what he wants to manifest through you. He knows how to get it done by liberating you. Tell somebody, I'm liberated. I'm not bound no more. 
I'm free. I'm free. I'm liberated to the extent that wherever God wants to take me, I'm willing to go. Whatever he wants me to do, I'm willing to do. Hmm. God wants you to surprise the world with that great expectation. It's the expectation of the sons of God. Wow. The world has been waiting for the expectation. What is the, the world has been waiting for what? The manifestation of the sons of God. We talk in church, but they're waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They want what God has, but they don't know God's going to use the sons of God to make it evident. God wants to make it evident. God wants to manifest. God, we talk Holy Ghost. We talk the anointing. We talk the biblical. We talk all of this. We talk, but wait a minute. The world wants to see. They need to see the manifestation of it. And that's why it's important for us to understand that we don't have to fight. God will have somebody to hide you for a while until you are ready to assume your position. God will permit others to put themselves at risk for you just so that you can get to where God wants you to be. And when you come into that, you're going to manifest. I want to celebrate right now, my brothers, my sisters, I want to celebrate the kingdom of God right now because in a world of skepticism and in a world of judgmentalism and in a world where they look at the church and think it's just a religious institution. No, it isn't. It is God's posture to show his power in the world. The anointing makes the difference. The anointing breaks the yoke. There are some things going on in the world that no society can fix. Only can it be fixed by those who have been liberated in the kingdom of God. The world has been waiting on you. And God has been waiting on you to just stop kicking back and fighting and begin to celebrate that I know you poured something special in me. Right now, I, I see people who are with special endowments, special giftings, special things that God has poured into you to be released. And you're so busy fighting other battles that you don't understand. God just wants you to let me fight that. And you just position yourself so I can begin to use you like I want to use you. Certain things are happening or happening and going on all around you, but you're going to have to be willing to stand and know this is where God wants me to be. This is what God wants to do through me. And no, no competition or competitiveness. No, just know that what God has for me to do, no one else can do it like me. So right there, right where you are right now, right now, right now. Some of you have known what God wants to do with you and through you from the time you were a child. He was six, served seven years. But now, now what's this now? What's this now? Let, now, now? What's this now? She served seven years. Do you know how many years he served? Hmm? He served 40 years. 40, the number of order. That's why the Sanhedrin court had to have 40 members in it. 
and Israel had to go through the wilderness for 40 years. They go on down 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. And what you're going to see is that God uses the numbers to indicate where you are in him. And here he is now served. What He reigned for 40 years. But he never forgot God. His first ambition was to do something for the house of God. That's why I want to join me right now and, 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 and give God praise for the maintenance team here. Come on, give, give, give God praise for Elder Stanley and the maintenance team here. we're not all that. I know we're not all that yet, but wait a minute. But, but, but the foundation is laid. That God's house must be kept a certain way. And so this morning, I want to bless God for the liberation. We're going to be set free. I want to just see the hands of people who have heard this word, received this word, and are prepared now to produce a manifestation because I've been waiting to see the manifestation. I want to see the hands of people who said, God spoke to me today. God spoke to me today. Oh, yeah, I've been through a lot of stuff, but God spoke to me today. And I heard his voice today. I heard his voice that says that he has for me great expectations. And that if I'm faithful, the world will see the manifestation. And when I see the manifestation, then I will be able, watch this now, to celebrate my liberation. I want you to celebrate your liberation right now. You got free. You got free. Come on. This morning, you got free. You got free this morning. Come on, come on. I don't care how things look. I said, You got free this morning. They said I wouldn't make it. They said I wouldn't make it. But I'm here today. Hallelujah. And all I need now is for you to say, God, as of today, I will appreciate the fact that you have great expectations for me. Thank you. Now, God, I need a fresh anointing 
to fulfill my manifestation. And if you feel like that, and you're going to no longer fight for yourself, what are you going to do? You're just going to praise him. stand together. I only want the ones who feel this is God speaking to me today. I want you to make your way to this altar right now. that God has invested in you. I said there are talents and giftings that God has invested in you. And it's about time for the world to see the manifestation. God saying you think that just because you're in the house is enough it isn't God saved you preserved you when you could have been gone but he did what he did because he knows what he wants to do with you in this next season in your life and so for this next season in my life I'm consecrating myself because I never realized it but God has me still alive for a reason you start walking right now what you don't know is that when you start walking you're walking out of your situation you're walking out of your hindrance you're walking out because what God's going to do with you in this next season depends on how you respond today I said depends on how you respond today we're going to pray 
my God, if you could only see what's about to happen. my friend I've been with you through sad times and I've watched you come week after week and you take your seat up in that corner and they don't know what I witnessed with you in that room at King Edward God preserved you and you've had a open and sensitive heart to him. And I tell you, Robert, if you would just say to God, take me the rest of me. Just take the rest of me. It may not be that much left, but take the rest of me. And I want you to make the best of me. And he will do that for you. He'll do it. What you're going to have to do is just say, take my life, Lord. I give myself to you, Jesus. Thank you for washing me and cleansing me and making me this new and wonderful being that you have ordained. I give my life to you, the rest of my life. And by the way, that's a good prayer for all of us, that God, you preserve me for this moment. You preserved me for this time when I could have been gone, but I'm here. So the next period of my life, I give to you utterly. Use me any way you want to use me. If you've got any kind of sin, any kind of hindrance in your life right now, give it to him. Any bitterness, whatever, whatever. Just give it to him. You can't carry that excess baggage. And you, young lady, your mother would be pleased to see you today and to know how God has given you a chance to live and move. Forget your past. Embrace your future. Because you count with God. Do you give him your whole life and your whole heart? And you'll accept the terms and conditions of living for Christ. Celebrate. Father, in Jesus' name, I bless you. And I pray that God right now, in the name of Jesus, that you would do it for this young woman. 
and cause a God to be revolutionized by your presence. Throw your hands up, people. The Holy Ghost is here. The Spirit of God is in this house. Throw your hands up and just yield and minister out of your own mouth. Out of your own mouth right now. Just, just begin to minister. Just begin to give it. Come on, do it. Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it.
welcome some people to the kingdom. Let's welcome some people who made decisions to the kingdom. And not only that, but I want you to join me in celebrating the next dimension in the life of this mouth and claim your whole family to be under your cover of anointing your whole family they're not here today maybe they're not around here but wait a minute but just because you're here just because you are in the right place the Bible says that Isaac was blessed because of Abraham. The Bible says that Potiphar's house was blessed because Joseph was there. Come on, somebody, and tell, tell, just tell somebody, I know my life is a blessing. Come on now. I know it. So with your hands in the air, a sign of utter surrender, We stand in your presence, Father, with the witness of the Holy Spirit here. And we want to honor you for visiting us today and showing us your greatness. And for this, God, we bless you. For this was your expectation concerning us today. Now as we leave this place, let us leave to manifest because of the new liberation that you have granted unto us. And we do it now in the name of the Father. Doors that were shut must open. Doors that were shut 
must open. We command you to open. It's our time. Hallelujah. It's our time. Hallelujah. 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 Let's praise him for that next dimension. A ministry of service and of witness. ask you to return to your seats, please. And those of you who have made commitments, I'm asking you to stay back or remain, and we will have people to minister to you. As you're going back, I want you to get your cup. And we're going to do this in the very spirit of where we are right now. We're in a place where if at no other time it's appropriate for us to take this bread, which is his body, and we will celebrate him by taking this bread and placing it within our body that it will be a seal upon what we have done today. Take. Jesus said, this is my body which is broken for you. Take, e all of it. And he said, and this cup represents my blood which was shed for you. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. Because he will be coming. Take this cup, which is symbolic of his shed blood for you and for me. And we seal the deal today with his blood. Take, drink ye, all of it. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. We bless your name. We honor your name. And we thank you for where we are in you right now. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. We thank you. And so we leave this sanctuary other 
than the way we came. Thank you for your word, for your presence, for your spirit, and now for communion. Get all your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Now give God a shout of praise. A shout. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you.